Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. So you fell in love with your spouse, probably because you had fun together. Maybe you had great conversations about important things you both cared about. But that was long ago, and now, like many couples, your marriage has gone on to autopilot because you have kids. Uh, In the busyness of day-to-day life, it is hard to find time to really connect with your spouse. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta. He heads up our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family, and we want to encourage you, it's not too late to find your way back to the relationship you once had with your spouse, pre-children. Let's hear from David Clark. Uh, He's an author and licensed psychologist. Love how he uh, just speaks so boldly and so black and white. He sat down with Focus President Jim Daly and me and shared some great advice to strengthen your marriage in the midst of stressful parenting. David, in your book, I want to, you know, have you fess up here because it said, you said you cheated in your high school literature class. Now, first of all, you shouldn't cheat, David. <laughs> is that like a sin? Does that invalidate yeah. oh, the man. book we published? Yeah, then secondly, you know, how does that relate to prioritizing your marriage? I can't believe you connected these two. Well, you have to read these horrible books. <laughs> Lorna Dune, Wuthering Heights. Wuthering is right. I was withering reading that book. Just awful stuff. Jane Eyre. You could torture people, and they reveal their secrets being forced to read those books. So I went to Cliff Notes. Oh, Cliff Notes, the little, the yellow Cliff Notes where they give you the outline. Yeah. So was, that was your cheating. Oh, it okay, was. Okay, that's not too bad. And I confess that we're, God's okay with that. We've moved on. Cliff Notes are okay. <laughs> but then apply it to marriage. Well, I've got Cliff Notes for marriage, and I, I, even though it's a parenting book, there's a section on marriage and keeping it strong. And so I've got just a few little Cliff Notes there that can keep a marriage strong and make sure they can stay on track. Okay, and what do those Cliff Notes say for you? I mean, when you're the practical advice on those Cliff Notes, how can a couple promote emotional intimacy in the midst of all this chaos with the kids? Well, you better have, and the kids are in their room, small kids, lock them in, whatever, get them to bed. Uh, teens, don't worry, they'll be in their room already because they hate you. This isn't an issue. <laughs> so, well, having a couple talk time, oh, great, I hate you. Okay, no problem. It's pretty funny, you don't have to say go to your room for your teen. <laughs> you don't. So you can't drag them out of the room. <laughs> anyway, so That's you true. create four 30-minute couple talk times each week, four days, 30 minutes. Just, just you and your it. spouse. Just you and your spouse. Yeah. You talk about the kids, you talk about your your life, your coupleness, your relationship with God. That's how you develop emotional intimacy, and there's deeper conversations, so you're still in love. Now, there's the spiritual area uh, that's critically important. In those talk times, you pray, you talk spiritually, you share what's going on in your spiritual lives, and you read the Bible together, so you're focused and growing as a couple. Yes. And then the physical area, what is it? You must have sex in order to have kids. But once you have kids, you have no more sex. It's over. we got to stop that. Come on. So we, the, it's not just uh, being intimate in the bedroom in the whole enchilada. It's kissing and making out and giving massages. I have to retrain couples in this because they've lost it. We're not going to have any more kids. Well, fine, but you, God still wants you to be involved physically. That's, you can't do it with anybody else. And you have to retrain them. I'll say, how, what's your kissing like? Well, here's how we're kissing. Stop that. That's embarrassing. That's not a kiss. <laughs> Shake hands and get it over with. It's about that exciting. Let's have a smacker of a kiss when you leave in the morning, when you get home at night. During the after a couple talk time, there should be some making out. Come on. If you want to get rid of a teen, if they're haranguing you, if they're causing a problem, you just start making out. <laughs> They'll leave they'll, the room. Yes, they'll leave the country. They, they can't do. take it. They do. They don't like watching that. Oh, it's, it's horrible. At all. It's so awful. I'm kind of speechless here.
Well, I really liked uh, David's marriage cliff notes, if you will. And even if you don't have four 30-minute sessions with your spouse every week, that principle is so helpful. You have to be intentional about planning times to connect mm. with your spouse. So, Danny, why is it so hard? Oh, it's so hard. We have this conversation in our home a lot. You know, dates get pushed aside. Yeah. Uh, you have everything to be else super takes, <laughs> Everything right. else takes precedence over having a date. Uh, I've, I've heard this over and over again with my, 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 my wife says, hey, we haven't had a date in a while. And I go, you're right, let's do, let's do that. And that's, some husbands take that as a criticism rather than I want to spend more time with you. And I've had to coach some, some moms and wives on how to approach their husbands on this topic because it sounds very critical. Hey, we never go on dates. And it feels more like a blame rather than, hey, yeah. let's solve this. I want to have more time with you. And it actually pushes them away. So, you want a date? I'll give you a date. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about solving it together. Maybe it's taking a walk together, being uh, something simple like that, maybe finding a two-player game and, and beginning to play that together. Just know that you have different personalities and that initially attracted you, and you may need different things to calm you down inside in order to be present with one another. Be patient with that. Many times, uh, my, my wife, she's got business on her mind. It's, it's business, business, business. I've had that all day long. And for her, it's almost like play to do business for, for a while to calm her brain down, uh, to be present enough. Yeah. And I'm going, I don't, I don't really want another business meeting. <laughs> did I have this on my calendar? I don't think I did. Can I tell you, for me, it's just the opposite. It's in the, at the beginning of the day. And I've, I've just now realized this. We've been married over 35 years. Dina's looking at me like, when are we going to talk? I want to talk in the mornings, but you don't have any room to talk. And I've realized only of late... Actually, I, I, I build in space at the beginning of my day because I know what the day is going to be like when I come to work or when I deal with all-day video calls. There's a lot going on, and I'm in yeah. go mode and business mode all day long. I don't want to start that until I'm on the clock. And mm. so for her, if we have just some short banter back and forth, um, that's pretty good. And so even today, uh, we were sitting uh, at the table having some coffee, and she had a question about some scripture, um, and that was taking me away from what I was reading, which was some scripture, and it was like, it's okay. I want to connect with you even just for five minutes here. It's yeah. not decision time. It's not work time. It's just, it's something I want to do, and it's something that's meaningful to you, so let's spend five minutes here doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and it really did set a good tone for how I left the house, you know, for, oh. for the office, for the when, studio here. Yeah, I remember meeting with a, with a couple recently, and I said, what what level of marriage do you guys want to have? Like an 8, 9, 10 marriage? Do you want to have a 5 or a 0 type marriage? You guys are in it, and I know it, but what type of marriage do you want to have? And the wife said, 9, 10. He said, five's all right. Five, I, I could do five. How did I she just, respond like, to she, that? She looked at him, and, and I said, well, that's interesting. Why would you settle for that. He said, well, I'm just realistic. We don't have time to mm. do marriage to, to nine, 10 level. And so it was an interesting conversation to understand and unpack that and to reprioritize their schedules to get that eight, nine, 10 marriage, because you, you will have a five marriage. If one of you says that you will not get to nine, 10, yeah. you both need to be on board. It's up to both of you to be creative and do to, to help each other to a win-win rather than, hey, you're doing this and pointing to each other. It's just never going to get there. So be creative. Just the fact that you're wanting 
to, to, to find ways to spend together. That's the first step. Be patient with each other. And then uh, have fun being creative. Learn how to be playful with one another mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I so appreciate it and hope that you've heard the heart of, uh, of Jim Daly, of our guest in the studio for that conversation, David Clark, uh, Danny's heart. We want you to have a stronger marriage. And parenting doesn't make it less so. It makes it challenging to connect and have good times together. But we, you can have it all. You can have good parenting and good marriage side by side. You have to be really intentional at it. Mm. And uh, to that end, let me encourage you to look for David Clark's book, Parenting is Hard and Then You Die, a fun but honest look at raising kids of all ages right. It is an excellent parenting book. It also has that chapter on marriage with the cliff notes. Get a copy from us today when you make a donation of any amount. Uh, We'll say thank you for joining our support team and partnering with us to build stronger marriages and families. Uh, You can donate by calling 800, the letter A in the word family, or we've got details in the episode notes. And Danny's team has some terrific advice they've compiled uh, on the parenting page at our website. It is rich in resources. We're going to include a link to some helpful articles about the seven traits of effective parenting. Look for that link in the episode notes. Next time, some help for practicing tough love, whether your kids are toddlers or teens. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.